0: Uh, for those of you that are visiting with us, I normally don't wear a palm tree shirt, uh, but I am tonight. Uh, this is a night that we've been in a sermon series called Palm Tree Living. We've been talking about how do you live the abundant life in Christ, and uh, we've been doing that on Sunday morning. There is a, I have written a new book, and the book will be out hopefully in a couple, of three weeks uh, for people to pick up, and it's called Palm Tree Living, learning how to live the good life in Christ and I hope that you'll get one and read it. Uh, The book is better than the sermons, don't amen that. And so uh, tonight I asked some folks to come up here with me and just talk about what we discussed this morning. And if you remember this morning, we were talking about I feel good on the inside and I'm what? showing it on the outside. You know, the Christian life is a life that God wants to manifest in and through you. He wants to manifest himself in and through you. Uh, The Bible says you're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. The Bible tells us, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. We talked about this morning that the word palm is a, is a word that means tomorrow. It means to be upright. It means to walk with integrity and have character and Lord, have mercy. Do we need that in leadership today? Uh, to where we have men and women of God that are walking uprightly with the Lord and God is sustaining them and giving them strength. So tonight, I'm excited about this group of people. Uh, me and Cody look like twins, don't we? Uh, we got we got that heritage going on. This is Cody McGoy. McGoy. M- M- say it, Cody. Cody McGoy. That's his name. Uh, he uh, his he, when it, when we talk about Cody's last name, if you read it, you can't pronounce it. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Just don't even do it, man. And so uh, we're excited about it. Co- Cody. You're 26 years old. Uh, 26, and uh, this is Mr. Jenny. And everybody loves Miss Jenny. Can I give an amen? <coughs> and uh, this is Terry, and everybody loves Terry, right? And, uh, and we're glad about that. So, so you know what? Tonight, guys, we're just uh, kind of engaging in conversation about living the victorious life. How do, you, how do you keep your leaves green as you journey and navigate through life? And so this morning we talked about that a little bit. And, and Cody, I know you're, you're 26 years old. You've just now connected the church. And man, I love you and, and I thank God for you. And you're kind of on the front end of the journey as you're beginning to navigate through, uh, through your life uh, as a young man. Uh, Cody, when you look at your life and, and God has done a work in and through you through salvation, and you, you're a young guy and you're, you know, you're faced with all kinds of things that's coming in at you, How do you keep your leaves green as far as your walk with God and manifest that that, that presence of God in your life? How how do you do that, Cody? Tell tell us about it.
1: Well, uh, first and foremost, I think it definitely starts with prayer. Uh, I try to pray for at least 15, 20 minutes in the morning on the way to work. It takes me a little over 30 minutes to get to work. So that's my time I designate to talk to the Lord. And um, I try to talk to him throughout the day, some days more than others. But uh, as long as I'm in tune with him and keep him first, he directs my path, so.
0: So prayer is vital to you, Cody. Vital. And uh, I know that as you're a, you know, you're a young guy, uh, you got a lot bombarding your life. How, do you, how does your spirit, man, outside of prayer, how, how, does, how do you stay strong in the midst of a world that's all messed up and all the challenges that young people like you face?
1: Well, uh, Definitely got to be in his word, and I don't intend here as much as I should, but it definitely helps. I can, I can feel the spirit in this place. Uh, I'm drugged down constantly at work just because of the environment that I work in. Everybody knows probably what I'm talking about, just a toxic environment. Uh, I work in a steel plant, so it's not a whole lot of good goes on. So uh, I just try to stay um, positive. I talk to a lot of my guys in my, in my uh, Sunday school class. They help, They help keep me up. And uh, there's, there's days that I'm down, but there's, there's not many days that go by that I don't get a text from somebody that'll, that'll remind me that uh, God's got his hand on me in my life.
0: Amen. Thanks, Cody. Mm, amen. Good for you. Mm. I, I'm going to save you for last. Thank you. Okay? Okay, you're good. You. Terry, uh, you came into this church, and man, I, you know, I remember the first time I ever met you. I met you in the gym you wasn 't in church, you wasn 't attending anywhere you weren 't connected, and man, you came here and, and i 'm going to tell you uh, you you Terry, encourage so many people with with who you are and how you continue to uh, just your countenance your the, the way you serve uh, How about you, Terry, in the midst of a lot of things that 's happened in your world? Uh, you know you gotta keep those leaves green and, and you're that palm tree and h- how do you do that? What, what is your secret to that?
2: Well I don't know that it's a secret but <laughs> I come to church and I, I when I started coming to church I was hungry and I was thirsty and I used to come and sit through both services because I wasn't serving yet and I would sit in both services and watch them both and be amazed that it's exactly the same (laughs) but the music's different and uh, then I learned that you need to serve and I went to lots of classes because I was hungry to learn and got as much as I could so then I started serving with greeting and uh, I need greeters but I uh, then started with the children's ministry which is my heart and uh, so that's where I'll stay (laughs) and uh, so I gave up coming here for one of my services to be down there and uh, so I, I stay at church and it just fills me and then at home I read the Bible I challenge myself to read a different Bible through. So I started with the the one you teach out of, then I went to the message, and now I'm on the Living Bible. Amen. And uh, <coughs> before I came to church, the Bible words were blah, 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 blah. You know, they really, mm-hmm. I didn't understand any of them. I'd pick it up and I'd she try to read. She was speaking
0: in tongues, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't make any sense. And now they all Let do. Let me get that for you. But, uh, but I pray, and uh, I think service is the, is the most. Amen. So, so, you
0: know, Terry, you made the statement. You came in, and, and I love what you said. You was hungry and thirsty for more of God and more of God. And, and what, a, what, a, what a weird thought. What an amazing thought that you would say, oh, I went to both service and heard the same sermon twice. Uh, and you were that hungry and that thirsty for God in the, interim, in the introduction of your spiritual journey, and, and you knew you needed that, right? You knew that yes. you needed that.
2: I, I would get something out of both services. I, I journal while you talk, and I get something, same thing you said, but I got something different out of it.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, Terry shocked me one day. She brought me in this, this book of all the quotes that I've been using for like a, like 2 years. You know I all have my, more.
2: Huh? <laughs> I have more. Oh, you got
0: more. And and she's taking notes on all these weird things that I say and, and They're Jackie-isms. the jackyisms. The jackyisms <laughs> and and uh, what a blessing that is and how exciting. But you know, when you hear somebody like that that goes, "Man, I got connected with Christ and I'm hungry and I'm thirsty." And I believe that that Terry uh, is a is an important thought for us, that, that if we come to know Jesus, we, the Bible tells us that if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, you will be filled. And then she used another term that I think is so valuable, and that is, you didn't just come and sit and soak and sour, but you found somewhere to serve. And <clears throat> I believe that part of the, the growth that we all have saw in you, and man, you are the poster girl <laughs> For, for growth in how God has used you. I believe part of that success is that you came to a place that said, you know what, I, I need to share this with other people. And you chose the children's department to go. Why did you, what's the deal with that? Why Why kids?
2: Well, <coughs> for many years, I was with Boy Scouts, okay? And I have five boys, so that's why I'm not a Girl Scout. And I started off as a leader and I ended it as the Cubmaster. And I, I don't know, maybe about 15 years I was in there. And um, then when things happened in my life that weren't good, I quit doing that because I didn't have time. And I see God in a lot of ways that are different than other people. He's, he speaks to me in numbers and nature. And We were Pac-199, and when I started and I came to church, guess what my offering number is? It's 199. Okay, (laughs) I thought, well, that's really cool. And then it hit me that it was hard for me to give up Cub Scouts because the leader before me died of cancer, and he asked me to make sure his boys are taken care of. So to step away from it was a really big thing for me. Because <clears throat> I promised him I'd stay. But then when I put it all together, that one ninety nine on my offering envelope is my pack one ninety nine with these kids here. And so I just had to make a shift and I'm here at this church getting these kids where they need to go.
0: I mean, isn't that great? Y'all, that's beautiful. I like that. <clears throat> By the way. Just a plug for Stephanie Lott, who's our financial administrator. She said she got her offering envelopes. Did y'all hear that? Uh, you know, you, you devote everything to God, you don't just hold out part of yourself. And Terry, I'm proud of you. Miss Jenny, wow. Yes. L- look at you. Here you are. You, everybody loves you. You've been, you, you inspire so many people just by who you are. what's 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 been the secret of your spiritual journey, staying alive and vibrant and letting God use you?
3: Well, I would love to say that it's because I do all the right things that I do my daily prayer time and I do my Bible. And I do that, but it's not what I've done. It's just God stayed close. And when you talk about feeling good inside, I do feel good inside. And I do feel good outside, but it's all about God. And, you know, sometimes I feel so blessed that I feel guilty. What? Yep. You know, when sometimes when you go through things and you see what other people are going through, and I'm thinking, God, you're so good. He, he doesn't have time for anybody else. I mean, you know, because he spends a lot of time with me. Amen. <laughs> and so uh, one of the hardest things I have to do is I really like to, to serve, to give, to bless, and God's given me that mission it, it, to bless other people. And you would not believe the fight it is to bless other people. They don't want, you know, they say, no, don't do that. No, don't do right, that. I and, and I have to battle. You're stealing my blessing because every time I do something for somebody else, I'm, I'm blessed even more. Amen. And, um, Of course, you know, she said her heart is with the kids. Well, my heart now is with the Hands That Embrace Ministry, and I have been so blessed, so blessed with that ministry. I have met ladies and gentlemen that I would have never known. Um, I told, you speak of Miss Margie Smith often, and I told her one day, I, I was doing something for her, and she said, no, 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 don't do this. And I'm saying, yes, you know, this is, this is my blessing for you. And I said, if you didn't let me do this for you, I would have never met you. I would have, We would have been in the same life discovery class, and I would have walked by her table, and I would have nodded at her as I walked by and gone on out the door and never known the person that she is, the amazing lady that she is. And... Um, and that's the way it's been with a lot of the people that I've come in contact with now that, that I've gotten to know, and they are such a blessing. And if they wouldn't let me bless them, I would have missed out on that. Amen. You know, so it's <clears throat> it's wonderful to have have that close connection. And I, I feel that I do have a very close connection with a lot of, especially the ladies and, and gentlemen in our widows and widows ministry, thanks to you for seeing our need and working with us to get that ministry started
0: I mean I'm gonna come back to that what I've heard tonight with these people starting with Cody who is uh, a young guy hey by the way he married girls just wanna let y'all know that Uh, but uh, Cody being a young guy and how many of y'all know young adults 26 years old it's huge for him to be in church with us. I mean, good night. These these guys are fighting wars and battles, and the world's coming to them. And here they are, many of them in church. And I just have to salute you for that. But Cody mentioned prayer, and uh, you know, being in prayer and how important that was. And, and then you know, you put it all together. Terry's mentioning you know church attendance and being hungry and thirsty for God, and and being involved and being uh, in church. And then serving, uh, you know, that was part of her journey, it still is, of giving her life away. And then Miss Jenny talking about being a blessing to other people. And if you put all that together, it's prayer, being, uh, staying in prayer, staying in the Word, staying faithful, and just giving your life away. And Guys, I believe that the, along the journey of your spiritual life, the more you do that, the more you empty yourself for Christ, the more He's going to fill you. And the more your leaves are going to stay green. Amen. What a blessing that is. Now I want to come back to Jenny. Because uh, Miss Jenny, uh, along with a few others, took on a new ministry of our church called Hands That Embrace. Uh, she, her husband went on to be with the Lord, uh, and uh, she was widowed. And we got some other people that have been widows or widowers in our church. And so we got together and said, Man, what are you going to do about that? What do you do... Because there's going to be somebody else in our church that's going to experience that. And these guys took on an assignment to build a ministry called Hands That Embrace You. When you go through that, they're going to be there to minister to you and love you and, and support you. And I just have to salute all the people that are in Hands and Embrace, especially your leadership. Can I get an amen? Now, um, I'm not going to let her off the hook. I'm not going to let you off the hook. Because you stopped me this morning. You stopped me this morning and you told me something that I said I'm not going to let you off the hook. So I want you to pick that microphone up and I want you to, everybody turn, Psalms 1. Everybody turn your Bible to Psalms 1. Everybody take your Bible and open it up to Psalms 1 because this will bless your heart. Are you ready for this? And, uh, Miss Jenny, your husband, Ray, was not always in church. No, he was not. And, and he was not always serving God. He wasn't always saved. No. And, uh, Miss Jenny, you told me this morning that you did something with Psalms 1 over your husband that he did not know you were doing right. while he was asleep.
3: Yes. I Will too- you
0: tell me what you did?
3: I took Psalms 1 1 through 3 and everywhere that it said man I wrote Ray's name and every night and I can't say 100% of the time but for years not just a few months or a few weeks but for years every night when he would go to sleep I would lay there and put my hand over on him and I would quote this scripture Psalms 1 1 through 3 every night and it was you know he was out of church for over 40 years so it was it was a long time. Um, Praise God he was back in church for nine years before he passed away and he was when he got back in church and the first time this was read in a, a service you know I poked him like this and I said and I had my Bible right there and I showed it to him where it had his name written in there and later I told him what, what I had done. <laughs> and it, like I said, to me, that ministered to him just knowing that I had done that for years.
0: Can I see your Bible? Yes, sir. I, I want to read this to you. Blessed is Ray that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, Ray's delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth Ray meditate day and night. And Ray shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in Ray's life in the season. And Ray's leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever Ray does shall prosper in God's season." Can you imagine a wife, a wife whose husband has not been in church for 40 years, and her husband going to sleep at night, and she putting her hand on her husband and speaking this over him without him knowing it. And then nine years before he goes to be with the Lord, he comes to know Jesus and gets saved and is one of the most wonderful workers in our church that we've ever saw. Can you imagine what power that is? And it's wrote in her Bible, his name. This isn't just something that's made up. His name is in there. Everywhere the word man is, is Ray. You know, Miss Jeannie, what an encouragement that is. No wonder your leaf stays green. No wonder your spiritual life is rich. No wonder you have incredible faith because you saw God work in such an
3: incredible way. Good night, boy. Well, I also thought today, uh, when I was thinking about our conversation earlier, and this is a, not a very good example, but it's, it just came to me like this. We hear about secondhand smoke, what it does to people. And I think that this secondhand, these secondhand words Bless my life. That that God blessed me as I read these to Him. Even though I was praying over Him, God honored me by blessing me the same.
0: Amen. So. What a blessing! Can I get an amen, y'all? What? How exciting that is! As our uh, as our worship team comes on up, uh, as y'all get ready and prepared for imitation time tonight. I, y'all just hang in here with me a minute. You know, uh, you have to get something out of that tonight. That uh, when, you think about, when you think about how is your life, how are you going to stay spiritually rich along the journey? And you hear people go, well, you got to pray. Well, you got to stay in the Word. Well, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you're going to have to serve. Uh, well, you know what? you got to bless others. You know what? That's, we've heard that over and over and over again. But I'm going to tell you, that's, sim, that's simply profound to me. So many of us, we fail to recognize that that's how you stay rich spiritually. Don't take a rocket scientist. Just stay with God. <coughs> stay with the Lord. Stay focused. Don't let things of this world distract you. Get you a bulldog hope and stay with it. And God will honor that. And for those of you that are wives, what a story that should encourage you if your husband is not in church the way he should be or not walking with God. Let him go to sleep, lay hands on him speak over him pray for it by the way ladies maybe you ought to do that with all your husbands maybe your husbands ought to do that with their wives wonder what our families would look like if we just said you know what bless my wife bless my husband lord let him be like a tree planted by the rivers of water of life let his leaf pro- let him let him prosper let her prosper let her be a Let her be rich in the Lord. Let him be rich in the Lord. Wow, it would change everything. But I'm gonna tell you, listen, it all starts with a relationship. That relationship is a relationship with Jesus. Just like these people that we baptized tonight. You know, their journey is starting, but it has to start with saying yes to Christ you're here tonight and you never said yes to Christ, then tonight is your night to do that, to say to Christ, Lord, I thank you for giving your life for me. Because of that, I want to invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Lord, would you come into my life and change me? If you'll do that, he'll be faithful. You'll trust him. If you'll give him your life, he'll take it. Maybe some of you haven't been walking with the Lord the way you should. Tonight, based off these three stories, tonight you would say, you know what? I need to get the flow of the Spirit in my life again, the the living waters moving again. God, I want you to start with me tonight. Maybe you're looking for a church home, and tonight you would say, you know what? This is a really good place for me to grow and my walk with you. So tonight I want to ask you to stand. Our ministers are going to come. And as we stand together, we want you to sing with us. So uh, tonight as our ministers come forward, maybe tonight you want to, y'all can hang out here if you'd like to. Maybe tonight you want to come and just make that decision for Christ. We're just going to give you that chance to do that. You back there, brother? I didn't see it. So let's all sing this together, everybody. Let's sing it with our heart. You come to the Christ. You make that decision tonight. Let's do it.